We continue on our year in review for quarter number three on the sports side, and we're joined by Mid-Kansas Online Sports Editor Steve Sell. Steve, hello. Hello. Welcome. We continue on. We've talked about quarter number one. We've talked about quarter number two with a lot of championships, individual titles. Quarter number three, you have to remember a majority of that comes over the summer, and so there's a lot of anticipation getting ready for a football season that we knew had a chance to have a great season on the McPherson high side and for the area teams. But there was a new addition in McPherson for quarter number three and throughout this summer, and that was summer collegiate baseball coming into town. And, of course, it did cross over into quarter number two a little bit with the McPherson Pipeliners beginning their season in June. But throughout the month of July and into August with their postseason tournament, the McPherson Pipeliners, a great addition to town. Yeah, you know, and, and they did a great job of promoting their team. Had some, you know, a lot of neat things during the games, got the fans involved. Uh, they started out pretty strong there, about 500, you know, uh, early on in the season, about through 15, 16 games, they're about 500. Then kind of hit the skids, had a lot of injuries. They had some guys that actually got signed with college programs, so they left, you know, to go be with their college programs. And then at the end of the year, uh, you know, they were, I think, I think they finished in next to last or last in the regular season. But they stormed through the tournament and nearly qualified for the national tournament. So they'll be back again next year. Uh, they're real excited. They'll be uh, under a new uh, uh, Chad Pinson will be leading the team um, next year. And uh, I think, uh, you know, they, they became a staple. A lot of people came out to the games. There were some really good crowds at some of the games. And it's, you know, a lot of uh, junior college players, lower uh, division two programs, things like that. But uh, I thought they were very competitive for their first year. The month of July in this third quarter of the year, in terms of our job, is typically a little bit slower. The Royals weren't any good. And so we start to turn our attention into the football season and what's coming up, whether and, it's and the it started, Chiefs. And it started with the Shrine Bowl That's right. uh, in July. Uh, we, you and I went down to Pittsburgh and watched Wyatt Seidel. Uh, did a great job in that game. Uh, his team uh, did not win, but he did a great job. Of course, he went on... He's at Fort Hayes State now, and uh, um, it was it was a fun experience to go down to the Shrine Bowl and and, uh, and and see everything that the Shriners do. It's just a it's just a great game for a great cause, and Pittsburgh's Carney Smith Stadium was packed, and it seats about ten thousand. And it's going to flip all the way across the state to Dodge City coming up for this next year. And Gabe Hoover was recently announced to that list. Steve, as we begin to talk about McPherson I football and the anticipation. For, our, for a football season. You and I were around this program a lot throughout the month of July with one of their summer camps. Then you get into the month of August, and especially at the end of August, getting ready with practices. No two days anymore, but the same concept of those preseason practices. And we had a pretty good feeling with this team that offensively this was going to be a juggernaut. I don't know if we exactly knew how good the defense was going to be and how good this team was going to be in general. And we'll talk more about their complete success in the fourth quarter as they went into the end of November. But we knew with this team coming into this year for the Bullpups that it was going to be a special team, and they did not disappoint. Yeah, they really did. And uh, we also we, we weren't quite sure of the schedule. We didn't know how some of the teams were going to be. Uh, of course, the Bullpups opened. In fact, they opened in August. Uh, against That's right. last day of August against Salina South. Uh, we kind of thought that might be the second toughest game of the year. Bullpups struggled in that game mightily offensively for a half, kind of found their footing. 
But that game sent a message that this McPherson defense, as good as it was last year, this defense was going to be just as good or maybe better. And this defense just came together so quickly. We had no idea that the Bullets would be this good defensively. And then they played four games throughout the month of September, and they were all runaway games with a running clock game against Bueller, running clock game at home against Abilene, another one earlier, a running clock game against El Dorado, running clock against Winfield. We knew that something special was building and this team would make a great postseason run, and they did end up doing that, and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. We also had a pretty good feeling about some of the other McPherson I Fall sports teams, including the boys' soccer team, which we got to broadcast games for, and the volleyball team, which we got to broadcast games for this year. This was another big class of people, and especially with the junior class powering too, that we knew with these great classes in both soccer and in volleyball that both teams would have a chance to make good runs, and they did. And you have to remember, though, this was the first time in six or seven years they'd been a 5A school. Because and that it, change happened at about the beginning of September. That's right, and and it made a big difference because I think if you put the volleyball team and the soccer team um, – in 4A this year, they would have gone a long way. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. The other team that you and I got to cover throughout this fall, Steve, and, and getting into August and September was the McPherson College football team at that time under Coach Paul Merkowitz. And I think we had a little bit higher expectations for what this team was going to be able to do. We thought offensively they would get off to a great start. And they did have a great win in their opener at home against Bethany on the first day of September, but they just couldn't find the answers on defense throughout the rest of the year. Then when they did find the answers on defense, the offense went away, and they ended up finishing the season 3-7. and seven. But throughout quarter number 3 of this year, this McPherson College football team in the month of September, they looked like they were going to have a chance to finish in the top half of the league. Yeah, you're right. And really the game that turned things around was the Bethel game when they lost at Bethel. That's a game they thought they could win. Bethel... Uh, was winless coming into the game. The Bulldogs had beaten a very good Southwestern team at home, and it turns out that was a really good win because Southwestern ended up finishing the top four of the KCAC. So uh, it really looked like they were rolling. The offense was just a juggernaut. Uh, you had Ed Crouch at quarterback. Jake Ternan also was playing some quarterback, had some good skill position players. But as it turned out, injuries really decimated this team. And they also had, they had some uh, players that did not get clear eligibility on the defensive side. That really made a difference. Two starting defensive tackles. And then a really tremendous defensive end went down early in the season with a season-ending injury. Injuries really, to me, if this is a team, if this team would have stayed healthy and had all their people that reported to camp, you know, been able to play all year, I think they would have, been, they would have won five or six games. I really believe that. The third quarter of this past year was a great buildup to what was coming in October, November, December of this fourth quarter because we had some unbelievable atmospheres for playoff games, great finishes to seasons, and we're going to talk about that again on Monday as we will wrap up our year in review. That'll be on New Year's Eve day, and we'll dive through all of 2018. Steve, you excited about it? I know you'll be having your radio on to find out what happened in the fourth quarter of this year because oh, yeah. we had so much fun in these last three months. Yeah, we really did, and we're going to relive a lot of great moments because, uh, man, there it was a lot of fun uh, if you were a Bullpup fan. All right, we will take a break, and when we come back, we'll tease things up for what is coming in our year in review for quarter number four. <laughs> 